Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, your source for Marvel things from the TVs and the movies. <laughs> that was so was that good. good. That was, was that so good? good. We're trying to figure out this whole intro thing. I think that was on. I think that was yeah, a good that's one. probably the one we should use forever. Yeah, forever. <laughs> um, what's up, Jeff? Oh, you welcome. Know, not much. Hey, thanks for the welcome. I feel welcome. Good. You look welcoming. Thank you. These shorts are kind of short. <laughs> <laughs> Flashing you some leg, whore. Very welcoming. Why am I always a whore? Because that's the easiest word to go to. <laughs> um, that and Drax said it. I'm trying to get into the I habits know, right? so that I can call people <laughs> green whores. Right when you when we both lose all the weight and we're guardians in three years. Yeah, three years, not two. Three years. It's like two and a half. Yeah. I, why you gotta crush my dreams? No, man. We just need, we need the motivation. Yeah. Okay. That's what it is. <laughs> we've That's we've what challenged I need. ourselves that me, me and Jeff are going to lose weight and be Drax and Star Lord for Guardians 2 release. Yeah. So that way I don't have to wear a shirt. <laughs> I hate wearing shirts. That way I just get to look like sexy, sexy Chris Pratt. Why? When did I start calling him sexy? But I do. I think that first scene, <laughs> you know when? You know when it was? That when first he was painted Guardians, orange? No, in that first scene in Guardians, when he's moving his hips to that song, oh, right, I was okay. like, oh, mm, Chris Pratt. <laughs> I want me some I wanna, of that. <laughs> no, I didn't say I wanted some of that. Oh, I was didn't? like, I want to be that man. Oh, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> that's what they were aiming for. Yeah. I was like, you know, women want to be with him, men want to be him. God, what was that in? That's in a lot of things. Yeah, that's fair. It's just an old song. Austin Powers is where I remember it from. Oh, yeah, that's probable. Likely. Um, anyway, tonight, welcome to the show. <laughs> we're already just way off topic. We're rambling um, like normal. Hey, we were on Guardians. That's not too bad. We were at least within the universe. God. Tonight, we are talking about episode 17, which is Turn, 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 and episode 22, The Beginning of the End. Uh, and we'll be talking as our normal format. We're going to talk news for probably 15 minutes. Then we're going to go into our spoilery talk about the episodes we watched tonight, episode 17 and 22. The last, our last of the rewatch. And then we're going to go into our s section, which is our super secret spoiler session. Just call where, it s Where we go, uh, just talk about everything Marvel. Uh, everything, including some of the things that are out in the news this week about future things in the Marvel. We, 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 like, we don't like to get too spoilery, but uh, we'll talk about some of the Avengers news, Avengers 2 news. And some of the um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 2 news, which I am super excited about now. After rewatching this season, and especially these key episodes like we've done, um, this episode tonight, I just cannot wait to see what happens with Both S.H.I.E.L.D. Both of these, yeah. Yeah. Especially <sighs> this ending. It just seems like after Captain America, everything just got really, really good. Oh, yeah. Except I totally for that, agree. There was one episode with the cellist where, like, I didn't really feel like that was absolutely necessary. I feel like they just kind of threw that in because hmm. they like somebody wanted to see Coulson have a love interest. You know, I liked that episode. I liked it. I liked it. It, it was a reference to the reference to the extra. movie Avengers. He yeah, mentions yeah, yeah, the yeah. cellist, and I thought that was really cool. And he mentions in another episode. Uh, I forget who he's talking to. He tells some um, villain. I think it. I think it's a villain. Uh, he, he tell or he, they like reform them, and at the end of the episodes, he's like, "You should check out Portland. They have a great Philharmonic." Yeah, he was like talking really, to um, who is he talking? He to? was he was talking to Brett Dalton, Grant Ward, that guy, 
Brett Dalton's the actor's name. He was talking to Ward about it in the car. Oh, no, no. He talks about it there, too. But I think there's another episode where he just... He doesn't he doesn't talk about the girl. He just says they have a great Philharmonic in Portland, which is uh, just like a little nod to the fact that he likes the cellist. Uh, um, okay. Which I, I like that they've slowly built in the background that storyline. And also Amy Acker, who played... Yeah, she's great. Uh, I love her so much. She's great. What have you seen her on? You know, that... Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. I thought, I thought the I, way you were I saying think, great. I feel like I've seen her in other things that I just cannot recall ever. Yeah. And that happens a lot. I, I know I'm her. just like, I remember her from... She was a main character in Angel, which you didn't watch. But she was also a main character, or a character, kind of a periphery character in... No, no, I'm sorry. She's a pretty main character in Dollhouse mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really They're all... bringing in a lot of people from Dollhouse into this one. And they're bringing a lot of people from the wall... Uh, the, uh, Joss Whedon verse, yeah, the Whedon verse. So, and which I am incredibly happy with because I love, I love every Joss Whedon show, and so a lot of those actors are some of my favorites, especially um, the guy who we can't pronounce his name who played Victor on Dollhouse. Uh, we we talked about <laughs> we talked about him coming to Agent Carter last week. Oh, but yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about him uh, being, you know, in in, in he's my, he's probably one of my favorite Isn't just for acting like chops. He's probably Evan... one of my favorite. <laughs> yes, something very foreign that I cannot pronounce. Extraordinarily foreign. Lots of consonants next to one another. I just don't know what's going on there. It's like, I'm not very good at linguistics, so I don't know who this guy is, but gotta like him. <laughs> like N's and J's right next to each other. What's going on there? <laughs> consonants. Consonants everywhere. Uh, what are you, a Superman villain? No, no, that was Buzz Lightyear. You were Woody. Oh, I was talking about Mixaplex or whatever, that Superman villain that's all consonants. Oh, right. It's unpronounceable by human lips. <laughs> I thought you'd this get This is it. a Marvel podcast, sorry, sir. Sorry, God. I thought you'd get a DC joke. I got it after Mixel- you had to explain it. <laughs> that's not getting it. Yes, it is. That's not getting it. It's getting it later. <laughs> I, I got it on the rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk news. Let's um, talk news. Let's talk news. Let's do a news smash. Uh, I, I, for, there's lots of photos out for Agents everything. Of Shield. Yeah, for, for everything, but uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agent Carter, they're starting to put out all these promotional photos and random on-the-set photos. From yeah, like the Howling Shows. Commandos with mm-hmm. Peggy Carter standing right beside them. So, yeah. Like, I really like the Howling Commandos from the first Avengers. Me too, me too. Like, just not seeing them anymore since then has made me sad. Yeah, Cause, I like, was sad that my favorite was stuff. so truncated, that whole part of his life. Yeah. It, it was like a yeah. three- or four-year period. Mm-hmm. Um, that he's he is the Avenger in that movie. Yeah, that just kind of got montaged. Yeah, he got very very montaged and like it got rockied. Uh, it got rockied. <laughs> this is all Sylvester Stallone's fault. <laughs> Damn you, Sylvester Stallone! <laughs> he came up with the training montage, and ever since <laughs> we get no story. <laughs> um, I feel gypped because of Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> F you, Sly. <laughs> I don't mean that. <laughs> I like him. I like him too. Our first Rocky movie is great. Um, <laughs> so, 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 so if you want to see those photos, go check them out. We'll we'll be posting them on the Facebook all week because we are getting ready to watch season two. We We're are gearing re- up, revving up, gearing up. 
don't know if we're gearing up. I've got no gear. <laughs> this, I'm talking into gear right yeah, now, and it belongs have, to you. We already have this gear. We're not gearing up. We are gearing status quo. <laughs> <laughs> we're gear maintaining. We're maintaining the current gear. No, I probably won't even clean these things. <laughs> You're talking to a very dirty microphone. Okay, so next piece of news. I'm so sad that it's this close to my face. <laughs> you just don't want to know where want to know where that little sock has been. Um, oh God. Uh, so it's been announced. You want to you want to take this next one? Oh, the uh, the casting. Yeah. The casting of Stick. <clears throat> who is Matt Murdock's mentor, Daredevil's mentor, mm. Stick. Has been cast as Scott Glenn. He joins the cast of Daredevil. He was in The Hunt for Red October. He was in Silence of the Lambs. He was in a movie that nobody liked called Vertical Limit, <laughs> which I liked when it came out because I was too young to really understand that it was a bad movie. <laughs> it was terrible. Awesome. Um, and more recently, he was in, um, I, I guess, a, a bigger movie that he was in. He was the wise man in Sucker Punch. The kind of guy that sat around talking about what she needed to do. Cool. Anyway, well, that I just all a lot of those movies sound pretty, pretty great. I mean, like from a uh, like pedigree perspective, like a lot of those movies are really good. Pedigree? I you think know, you mean a, a no, resume? No, no. Like they have a good pedigree behind him. Like oh, he has right. A, like, has a, he's cool. worked There's, with other good people. This actor is a man from from, a, from quality films like Silence of the Lambs and. And such, he, he comes from good stock. <laughs> yeah, um, that's what I mean. Um, yeah. I, and, and, yeah, uh, totally. and I like that with the Netflix series. We get that we've we've got you know all this Kevin Spacey stuff. Uh, you know Kevin Spacey with House of Cards, which we've discussed. He's probably Hydra. Yeah, uh, he's so he would so be Hydra. The Marvel Universe is now on Netflix. That's gonna be it's gonna be revealed that that was the first show, House of Cards. <laughs> um, I like the theory. I like the theory. It's, um, it's Hydra of cards. But it sounds like Netflix is sticking with that, and they're keeping like, good people. Um, I don't really know Scott Glenn, but it just sounds like he's been in a lot of good things. Um, I but like also, him in what I've seen. Like Even if I don't remember The Hunt for Red October, I like him in what I've seen him in. Cool. He's good at what he does. But also, uh, on top of just him, uh, it's been announced the entire Daredevil class, or, or the Daredevil cast, will be at New York Comic Con, right? Yep, yep. And that's uh, February 24th through 26th. So that's coming up. We're going to get announcements probably from a lot of these cast members. Yeah, I mean, there's already been quite a few uh, people cast on the thing, but I mean, obviously it's a series. There's got to be a ton more. Like, um, what's his name? Charlie Cox is going to be Matt Murdock. Rosario Dawson has been cast in it. I, I, I'm excited about that. I really, I really like her a lot. I don't even remember what she was cast as. I don't either. I wanted to look it up today, but I completely forgot because I got busy at work. That is okay. That's okay though. That's okay. It's okay. Deborah Rosario Ann Dawson Wall. though can't go wrong. Deborah Ann Wall got cast in there as um, his love interest. Cool. We talked about that before. Yeah, um, we did. Vincent Donofrio, I think is how you pronounce yeah, his Donofrio, name. Donofrio, yeah. Donofrio. He's going to be Kingpin. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's you probably going to be in all four series then. Yeah, he's probably going to be in all of it. Cause he's, I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they're going to use Kingpin across the entirety of the, the Defenders. It would make sense. He's kind of mm-hmm. one of those guys that doesn't go away. He's the Kingpin. <laughs> he's kind of the guy that doesn't go away ever. Kind of like this dog. Yeah, we have a dog ring around our feet. 
they won't leave us alone. So if you hear a little clacking of fingernails on the hardwoods, or paw nails? How do you call those? Nails. All right. Just in general. So, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Feet. So, more kind of Marvel-ish news... I mean, Robert Downey Jr. by himself doing something else is not really Marvel-related. No, but, it's not. But he's Tony Stark, yep. and we care about what happens to Tony Stark. He's like the captain of the... Except for Captain, of course. Yeah. He's like the captain of the Marvel Universe, except for Captain America. Yeah. He's he's the leader. Oh, yeah. The leader is a character, too, though. So <laughs> he's the leader, except he's not the leader. <laughs> he's not... He's not the leader. He's he's the lowercase L leader <laughs> of the Marvel universe. Yeah. So RDJ is uh he's, he's joined... like a god. No, we have one of those too. <laughs> we have several of those. But no, they even say in like Thor 2, he he says, We're not gods. We live, we die, same as they do. And then Loki's like, give or take five thousand years or so. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I mean, I guess it's god like anyway, he's the lowercase L leader of the Marvel Universe, he's the helmsman, so to speak. Mm-hmm. The driving force. That's a yeah. good one. That's a good one sure. for it. So he's joining... What's that character named Driving Force? Gosh. Just joking. I don't I, think there's a character named Driving I, Force. I hope there's not. That would be so terrible. Anyway, you were saying. Anyway, he's joining the, um, the cast for the Assassin's Creed movie that's in production as Leonardo da Vinci. That sounds like a really cool role for him. Yeah, I, as eccentric like as he is. Yeah, yeah be I bet he'll perfect. be. I bet it'll be good, and that give that makes me want to see the Assassin's Creed movie, which is you know why they hired him. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it will yeah. be one of those situations where qu- quality will follow, uh, not just a money grab that we go see, and he's you know. Hopefully, it's not just a cashing in kind of thing. I kind of expect it to be a cashing me in kind too. of thing. There's not very many good. Uh, Video game movies. There's just not. There's not. But you could have right. said that about comic book movies ten years ago. So that's fair. That's fair. I mean, maybe maybe Marvel has given everybody a kick in the ass to do the right thing as far as uh, movie adaptations of other things. <laughs> I hope so. I hope God, so. I hope so. <laughs> um, Further news um, that we'll I guess we'll talk about it after the main cast. Um, just to get the the earwig out there is that. Um, the Avengers 2 plot synopsis has been officially announced. I mean, it doesn't say a whole lot about it. Yeah, it does give a couple of clues, It does though. give a couple of clues. So we'll talk about that. We're going to save most of that talk for the spoiler section. Um, also, we have a um, two-minute uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. clip from this week's episode that's coming up uh, has been released. And so we've watched that, and we'll probably discuss it in the spoiler section as well. Yeah, and of course we'll post it on Facebook so that everybody else can join in our fanboying out. Yeah, heck yeah! So yeah, everybody. That's, uh, that's I guess pretty that's much it. From the, the news. news, I like it. We kind of moved quickly through it. Yeah, this week. I'll try to keep a good eye out on things that are really important over the coming week. Sweet, I'm really excited. Next week, we've got, and the biggest piece of news we could even talk about is next week. Season two, season two starts. Shield starts. Yeah, new Marvel Cinematic Universe content starts next week. Heck, we've yeah. had a lull, like a whole six weeks. Now, well, yeah, like yeah. six or seven weeks, no new Marvel content. I'm starting to like, you know, feel itchy. Yeah, like there wasn't even a one shot on. I know the, on the Blu-ray for Captain America, not a one shot, and that's very disappointing. I'm really hoping we, that's we, a missed opportunity. It really is. I'm so hoping they do a Guardians one shot. 
I want I want to see a Falcon one shot. Oh, that'd be cool, man. If they had done a one shot, I would have purchased that DVD. Yeah, I'm they still did done. not. I did not, and I'm not going to. I rented it to watch it, and that's cool. But uh, I'm probably not going to purchase it. I don't own uh, many DVDs, but like those are valuable DVDs to me because they have the one shots on them, yeah. and I want them to continue putting one shots. So, yeah, I didn't purchase the uh, the Iron Man Blu-ray just or the Iron Man three Blu-ray because I didn't like the movie. But like that Agent Carter one shot is on it, and I'm like, God, why do I have to purchase uh, that to just get that one shot? Why can't I just Carter? download that? Yeah, on Iron Man three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm I'm a little I get them mixed up. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, take this on from the news and go to the spoiler section where we're going to talk about this week's uh, episodes, episode seventeen and twenty two. If you haven't seen them yet, go check them out. Um, we are going to discuss them in a spoilery fashion right now. I think we're in the section that is available on, um, what's the thing? Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus. Yeah, I believe both of these episodes are available on Hulu Plus. So yeah. if you're a Hulu Plus subscriber, you can go watch them there and uh, come back and talk and listen to us talk about them. Yeah, also the, um, the chartered DVR thing, not the DVR, the, um, on demand thing has these episodes on there. I think. Yeah, if it's, if it's on Charter, it's probably on most of the cable networks. Probably yeah. have probably have it on, on demand. So, if you uh, if you want to haven't watched it yet, go watch it. We're going to discuss it now in three, two, one. Ward is Hydra. Oh my God! He shot Victoria Hand three times, and then once in the head. Oh, yep, that's rough. That was intense. That really was that scene, man. <laughs> Him shooting those two guards and the look on Han's face is crazy. Where she's just like, what? Yep. I thought you were... Boom. 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 Splat. Crazy, crazy. Um, so, this episode begins where last week we left off uh, before Winter Soldier, which is all of our main characters are aiming guns at one another. Yep. Well, it actually begins with uh, Garrett in the, in the sky being chased by drones. But uh, that's, wow, that's don't the, fear the reaper is playing. Yeah, don't fear the reaper. <laughs> um, pretty nice. Uh, this episode, we're on episode seventeen, and uh, this is turn, 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 and uh, this is just when all of that shit from uh, a uh, from Captain America: Winter Soldier hits our TV show. Our little TV show gets stomped on <laughs> yeah, by this Hydra revelation. Um, and it's it's awesome. Uh, we we have I really on a, on a first watch, and even this time I was I was noting how tense it made me feel that every character could be Hydra. Yeah, and if they weren't Hydra, they still could have like bad plans. I, I just you know, of course Garrett ends up being uh, being Hydra, but also uh, Triplet through this entire episode, and you really they really did a good job of making Hand look evil. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, she already looked evil. Yeah, well, she looked pretty. Yeah, she. she there's been a number of episodes where she's taken cl- questionable actions, um, which most of which we didn't rewatch. So some people may not have seen those, but there's been a number of things where she just did questionable things. Evil, for things. sure. <laughs> evil things. Thank you. Jeff thinks evil. Um, Thank you. But you know, this episode, I think she proved that she was not really evil. Uh, she's just. Has a very different sensibility. It's it, you mentioned it while we were watching it that she has more of a um, a Nick Fury view of things. Yeah, yeah, she has a very Nick Fury outlook of like 
either. Well, no, we have to learn to strike first. And if we don't strike first, they'll strike us and we have to kill all the bad guys before they hit us. And it's like, we learned just last week that in the, in Captain America, the winter soldier, that that's a bad thing. You can't just hold a gun to everyone's head on the planet and expect things to work out. Okay. Like that's not good. Yeah. We, I thought we learned our lesson, Miss Hand, and she didn't. Well, it's just, I mean, literally, that's happening at the same time. So, I, know. <laughs> I know. So all of this, um, you know, they, she, she's just kind of been, I guess, a disciple of that philosophy of protectionism that Shield had kind of fallen under under Hydra's leadership, which is revealed in this episode that not only was you know, um, as we learned last week. Uh, What's his name? The main villain from Captain America 2. Alexander Pierce. Alexander Pierce, who is who is kind of over... It seems like he's even over Nick Fury in in, in this situation. And, and Nick Fury's the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, he, was, uh, he was directly over them, and he was Hydra. And not only that, though, the uh, all the level 9s and 8s, it seemed like... Or well, Hydra, a, except a large portion of them, yeah. Well, yeah, they're not sure, but he says they they make they make allusions in this episode that make it sound like every level nine and eight may have been Hydra. Yeah, uh, and and she says she says we may be the only two, the highest ranking Shield officials left, and they're two, they're both level eights. Yeah, so. well, she said we may be the highest ranking ones that are left that aren't Hydra or dead. Yep. And it's like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. And at this That's point, they, they believe that uh, Nick Fury's dead. Yeah. One, one thing I really liked was that uh, <laughs> if you're watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. but you're not watching Cap 2, I thought it was a little weird that they showed the destruction of the helicarriers yeah. and the outing of Hydra, which was big revelations. But those two weren't as surprising in the, in the movie as... Nick Fury still being alive. Yeah. If you know he was alive, it takes the weight of his death away at the, in the beginning of the movie, which um, I thought it was neat that in this episode, in episode 17, they didn't show that he was still alive. So if you had watched, if you're still a week behind and you hadn't gotten out to see the movie, you didn't ruin that portion of the movie for you. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of <laughs> cool. Just because it didn't ruin it for our characters. Our characters believe he's dead, so we still can believe he's dead in the, when that movie happens. Yeah. So. But if you had seen the movie and everybody's like, Nick Fury's dead, then you're just like, he's not, you stupid face. Yeah. Get your <laughs> stupid face out of your stupid butt. He's alive and kicking, or sort of. Indeed, I guess. Kicking. All right. He might um, have been kicking. <laughs> he always kicks ass, though. Oh, yeah. Alive and kicking ass, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, uh,. Our team reluctantly uh, takes the guns away from each other because they realize they're going to have to deal with a greater threat because Hydra is is has been awakened within Shield, yeah, um, and, and they're is, being and they're directed being, to the hub, yeah, directed directly to the hub. And the in the meantime, Simmons and Trip are having to learn to trust each other um, with knives. With, learning to trust with knives, <laughs> a class taught by Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> You see that knife right there? We're just going to turn that into a little bird. <laughs> All right. Um, so, the... Uh, <laughs> That's a little bird now. <laughs> He's holding a little bird. 
What if, what if all of Bob Ross's paintings started out with horrific scenes and then he covered them? <laughs> you see all that you see all that pain in that character's eyes? You see all that pain on that face? Let's just cover those with little little happy trees. <laughs> it's just a bird now. You see those cannibals there? Nope, not no more. They're just clouds. <laughs> Those intestines all over the place. That's just a branch. That's a tree down. That's all that is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Okay. So So that's enough silliness. Never. Never enough. Knives. Trusting each other with knives. Trusting each other with knives. I like what he did there where he was like, I locked the door, like she said. Now, I know that I'm trustworthy, so here's a knife, and if you try to kill me with it, I know that you're not trustworthy. I like that a lot, because, yeah. like, he knows she can't take him down, Yeah, but it still gives her a little bit of trust yeah. to have that knife. He's at least mostly, he's at least disarmed of weapons that aren't human. Mm-hmm. So, And I was wrong. I think I mentioned on a previous podcast, I thought I had a theory that Simmons might be Hydra. Yeah. I don't think it's true anymore. I didn't notice that she tosses in the knife. Yeah, yeah. That's so. I, that's that's uh, that's unlikely. I had noticed. I, I it happened so fast. I didn't see her do that the first time. Yeah, I thought that he like took a knife off the dude that he was beating the crap out yeah, of. Yeah, but no, she tosses him the knife. So yeah. that's so she's definitely involved. She also nods to him right before he does it, like like it's like they have some sort of plan. Yeah, but. So, yeah. <laughs> Go with that plan that we just telepathically told each yeah, other. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> nod. What does that nod mean? What does that mean? I gave you the nod. <laughs> what is that? I didn't say throw him off the building. <laughs> that was at least, or at most, a break his fingers nod. <laughs> that was um, a silly movie, too. What is that? I don't know what that is. You don't know what that is? No. I'm trying to remember what that one. Was. <laughs> it also, no, and it had Chris Evans in it, and it was the Losers. That's what it was. Okay, the Losers. Go and watch that. That was actually really good. Cool. Like, it's. I would put it on this on the same level as like other cult classics. Like critics are going to say it was terrible, but, but I, I it's loved really it. Fun. I loved it. Cool. I'll check it out. The losers, the losers, um, and Chris Evans, yeah, can't can't go wrong there. Can't right? go wrong with the with Chris Evans with Captain with America. America. Can't go wrong with that cap. Zoe Saldana is already is also oh, in it. Can't so go wrong Gamora. With her. I saw her this weekend out of the furnace with um, Batman. <laughs> really, <laughs> you know that guy who plays Batman? Uh, ben Affleck. Nope, the other guy, Michael Keaton. Nope, the other <laughs> Adam West. Shut your face. <laughs> Val Kilmer? No. George Clooney. The most recent one. <laughs> ben Affleck. I said that already. Shut your face. <laughs> it's not out yet. It's not out yet. Um, Christian Bale, and it's it's pretty it's a pretty red movie. Uh, is it? Yeah. Okay. It is. I've always loved Christian Bale a lot, and I don't know why his, my, his name just escaped me. And I know this is going to sound silly, but I've loved him ever since Newsies. His main character in Newsies. What the hell is Newsies? It's a musical. It's a Disney musical. What? About kids that sell newspapers in the 1930s or whatever. Jesus. How long ago was that? Uh, He's a teenager in it. Oh, wow. But he doesn't look look that much different. (laughs) Uh, He looks... He looks a little younger, a little baby, more baby faced, mm-hmm. um, and he dances and sings about Santa Fe. 
Oh, wow. It's real good. Santa Fe, are you there? Do you swear you won't forget me? Okay, let's go on to... <laughs> I liked him in The Lost Boys. Uh, was he in The Lost Boys? He was in The Lost Boys. How old was he in that? He was quite young. He was one of the, the comic book guys. I don't remember. I actually haven't seen Lost Boys. <gasps> I know, I know. That's a good one. That's one of those cult classics we were talking about. <laughs> anyway. All right. So, knives. So, they're, they're learning to trust each other, and they, and they eventually have to face up with the Hydra people. But while all that's going on, our people get dragged back into the uh, into the um, hangar where they, they uh, Coulson, Sky, um, Coulson, Sky, May, Garrett... And all fits. Of, and fits. All of our folks Can't forget fits. go 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 through the floor, which I thought was a really nice touch because it was a direct reference to Captain America where they use that same technology over and over. And then yep. Fitz, Fitz says that he, he developed it. <laughs> yeah. I invented it like a year ago and it never went anywhere. It never went anywhere. And then he says, yeah, top the top brass always likes to keep the best stuff for themselves or top <laughs> agents. And so that's pretty great because that's just... Who who used it? Uh, Garrett said that Maria Hill. Well, yeah, Maria Hill used it, and Nick Fury. Nick used Fury it. used it. So, which like, so I thought that was pretty great. It's pretty much it. <laughs> pretty great. And then, I mean, but Fitz developed it, which was a really nice, like uh, another connection to the movie. Yeah, the fact that Fitz Fitz is the one that uh, that developed the mouse hole technology. Yep. <laughs> is that what they called it? Mouse. I think so. I don't mouse know. hole. Uh, anyway, that so that was pretty neat. <sighs> and so they're going through their thing, right? <laughs> Because they want to save Gemma. That's the whole reason they went there, mm-hmm. so that they could save Simmons and Triplet. And then they end up having to destroy each other. Mm-hmm. They, they're they talking about it, and they, they decide they're, they're going to go take down Hand. And what, that's that's what uh, Garrett says. The best way to take down ha- to save Gemma is to go and kill Hand because it'll cut off. Aren't they always talking about cutting off heads? Yeah. And he starts <laughs> to get a little irate, which I thought was a little out of character because he's been so smooth up till now about yeah. his little deceptions. Um, and he he starts to try to rally the troops to kill kill Hand with without 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 talking to her first, which starts to be a little suspicious, and Coulson starts paying a little closer attention to what he's saying, yeah. and then he slips up. He, he finally slips up, slips one up time. and says that Reyna, the machine was used on Reyna, which is something he couldn't have known, because only Coulson knew that. Yep. Well, he couldn't have known if he was not a bad guy. Yes. Um, only Coulson of the good guys knew that piece of information. Because he never told it to anybody else. And he's like, well, I must have read in a report. He's like, wait, you were there, right after I said that the the um, you weren't there with us, you weren't with us then, and I never told that to anyone. And then he says, uh, and then you were there. You showed up immediately after, um, rich dude, Quinn, Quinn. Right after Quinn told me I was the clairvoyant wanted me to lead him to the, uh, yeah, told me that I was going to lead the clairvoyant to the to what brought me back, mm-hmm. and I did. I led you straight to it. And then I love I love his reaction to that. I love Garrett's reaction where he's he just realizes like, yeah, it's over. I might as well just kind of deal with whatever happened just now. Deal with these consequences. And he just, damn it. And then just goes into his monologue. Like yeah. I like the just opening. Like damn it. Like you know you caught me, but. I still have the upper hand right now. I love that moment in every in every movie. Yep. 
where the villain is unmasked. Yeah. And it's on its face, it's basically the Scooby Doo moment. <laughs> yeah. Like it yeah. really is. It's like you've got this guy, you unmask him, you reveal the villain inside. Yep. Um and it's such a it's that, that that's such a rudimentary concept, but that monologue they give mm-hmm. is so it, I love that in so many different things when you realize that who's who the bad guy really is and they give their monologue about why they're doing what they're doing. It's just I love that. I always love that. And I love that he doesn't really like he when he gets unmasked, he doesn't change character. He's still the like goofy, eccentric, been out in the field too long kind of agent. But he also lets him know that, like, he's been plotting a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like, his his persona doesn't change. Just what he's done behind the scenes kind of comes to light. Yeah. And I love that, that he doesn't change as a character. Yeah. Because, like, so he's many times. Garrett. Yeah, so many times they'll, like, they'll unmask and be like, Woo, now I don't have to be that cheesy dude anymore. Now I can just kill people at random. Well, and that's very much what uh, Ward does. Yeah. Ward is like a very much a changing character. Yeah. Which is uh yeah, it, I don't know. It felt weird. It did feel weird. It almost justifies how wooden he's been all season. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, he was pretending. Like he wasn't really that person. Yeah. And it's almost like a way of justifying it, all of his <laughs> sort of what probably was just a little bit of bad acting. Or, it felt like his acting got a lot better though, once he was able to be given yeah. a character. Yeah. But the thing is I don't think he knew. Uh, when the show started, I'm pretty sure he didn't. I've heard interviews, and I think he found out only a few episodes previously. <laughs> so, so all of that stuff was just him, him being kind of cheesy, and um, <laughs> they're like, "No, go with it. Just be wooden. Be wooden. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Cool. It's cool. You don't. No, you don't have emotional turmoil underneath all of that. Just go with it. <laughs> yeah. It's so like, wait, what? I don't. But I'm <laughs> really tormented, kind of character, right? Nope, nope, not at all. No, 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 no just no. don't question me. Just do it. <laughs> don't question me. Just do it. It's Joss Whedon. It's his motto. Don't question <laughs> me. Just do it. Yeah, just get it done. <laughs> um, it works out for you know, everybody then. Oh, yeah. So, what do we have? What do we have after this? Uh, We've got a big fight. Well, one scene we kind of missed out on was, uh, and this is before the big fight, we have the little quiet scene in the closet between uh, Ward and Sky. Oh, yeah, which that cute is, scene. Oh, my gosh, that scene. Oh, my gosh. he He's at his worst. You know, he's just, like, still trying to lead her into his little honey trap. Yeah. Which, um, for those of you who had, didn't watch uh, any of the episodes except the ones we recommended, there's a couple weird things in the uh, that we did kind of miss out on in episodes 18 through 21. Uh, one of which being uh, Ward really does believe that he loves Sky. Yeah. He tells her how much he loves her and how much he wants to be with her, even after he's admitted to being Hydra and killing everyone and uh, killing people she knew and all that stuff. So Yeah, but he's not a true believer for Hydra. So, no. yeah, it kind of makes sense-ish. Yeah. Weird. I don't know about that. He's a weird character. <laughs> he is a weird character. I don't think we have his full motivation yet. Yeah, I, I, I hope they. I hope. I hope that he's going to be in. He's going to be in the season. Oh yeah. Too. Like, I, I know he will be. Bearded face. I know he will be. He's I, a bad guy now because he's got a beard. <laughs> that's right. That's why we both have beards. <laughs> yep. We're the dark mirror versions of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere there's a good version of me that's clean shaven. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> he's got superpowers, and I'm just. 
sitting here on the couch. Not even clean shaven. He just doesn't have a beard. Can't grow one. Oh wow! Because uh, that's what evil does. <laughs> <laughs> I must be really evil because my beard extends all the way down. Never mind. <clears throat> <laughs> Um, so we, we come across um, uh, that scene where Ward and Sky kiss, yeah, and w- Ward awkwardly. tells her how much he wants to wants to have a, that drink with her and stuff, and all that. Is so <laughs> uh, have a talk, and she's just like, "I wasn't offering to have sex with you," and he's like, "No, no, 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 I get that, I totally get that. We're just gonna talk mm-hmm. with drinks, mm-hmm. and then I just need you to." You know, lower your inhibitions a little bit. <laughs> I just need you to take this roofie. Oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, like that's crossing a line for me somehow. I'm like, oh, sure, he killed a bunch of dudes, but come on, would he roofier? <laughs> he would. He You're totally right. Would. You're right. He Sacrifice would. all in the name of booty. He's a pirate. Get it? Or hide your pirates. Get it? Booty. Oh no, I got that part. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't get it. You got it on the second watch. My, uh, <laughs> my, so those are pretty rudimentary jokes, like booty and booty. Yeah, yeah. Um, a buddy of mine who, a little older than me, he is a, he's, he's in, he's in one of my bands, um, plays, plays, plays with me sometimes. Is uh, it Jeff? Mm-hmm. It is Jeff. Uh, he really loves this band, and pretty much the entire band is just, those kind of double entendres. Like, every song is based on a double entendre. They have a booty song, and it's, like, talking about how they got to get that booty. But they're in the song, if you read the lyrics, they're just pirates. But in the song, there's a bunch of double entendres about being pirates and wanting booty. And, like, literally, that's the whole joke. And he plays this stuff every time we're on our way back from a trip. The band isn't bad. The band sounds good. It's called Welk, uh, Here Come the Mummies. Uh, and the, the band sounds good. They're like a funk band, but the the humor is not my cup of tea. It's like <laughs> very very dumb, just very dumb humor. And and Jeff listens to this stuff every time we're on our way back from a trip. Um, and you know uh, that's that's all good for him. I'm glad he likes it, but it is a uh, it is horrible horrible humor. <laughs> it's a horrible sense of humor. I that love band. that you hate it. Yeah, because that's so my sense of humor. <laughs> it's just so I'll have to play you some later. Please, maybe please you'll do. maybe you'll like it. Um, <laughs> I'm okay. gonna listen to it on the way home. All right, so pretty much that brings us to the end of this episode. Well, yeah, because like well. after the scene in the closet, we have <laughs> Grant Ward going out to fight the twelve guys, and like he takes out like four or five of them with icers because you know. He does six. that. Was it's it six? six with was icers. it six? Okay. Mm-hmm. So he knocks out half of the force that he's got to fight with icers, which is like that's Pretty really good thinning out on his part. Yeah. And then, and then there's the, about six left, and he takes them on like one to two at a time, and just keeps brawling with them yep. until about four or five of them have him on the ground kicking him. And then he grabs a knife, and we don't even see what he does, but he he just opens the door like I'm bloody. Let's go. He is successful. That's yeah. all. He, that's all you get from it. It's like, oh, God, he's done horrible things to these guys. <laughs> and he's like, you ready to hack their system? She's all like, who said anything about hacking? I have a bomb. Mm-hmm. Got a bomb ready. Um, which I got to point out here. I'm not sure this scene makes sense. Unless Garrett and Ward are in communication somehow. Yeah. 
uh, Garrett is in the middle of a fight where he's trying to take them down. Yeah. And then he he only loses the fight for sure because there's a huge explosion that rocks the room. But and that's knocks his, the lights out. Yeah, but that's his partner that did that. Yeah, yeah. So that seems a little, a little weird. I don't know. Maybe it, he thought it, they were just going to, you know, all pull it out because Garrett's awesome or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, it seemed and, a little counterintuitive. Ward was trying to cover, keep his cover, of course, by yeah. doing what he, he planned to do with Sky, but it still seemed a little counterintuitive. <laughs> what he planned to do with Sky. Oh, he plans things. He has things for... He's going to have a drink and have a talk. He has things plans. He's going to talk. He has things plans? I meant planned. No, you're real good at English, like <laughs> vocabulistics. <laughs> um, his vocabulistics is real good, like you and my. I just, I want to let you know, I watched a video today of Vin Diesel saying, I am Groot in, in all the languages. Like four different languages. I saw that. I've seen it's that. so great. That's real good. Oh. Yo soy Groot. Soy Groot. Yo soy Groot. Um... <laughs> Yeah, good, great. I love that he did the voices in all those different languages. Yeah. Well, he didn't have much to say. Woshigoruto. <laughs> um, so that was all awesome. Uh, and then the fight with Fitz randomly shooting a guy in the back while May kicks the shit out of everybody else. Yep, <laughs> I like that. I like that. That uh, I like that he had to get his hands dirty. Yeah, I like that Fitz got in there. Yeah, that was that was that was cool. And he, like, immediately threw the gun down, like, I didn't do it. I, if I did do it, I hated it. Uh-huh. It was bad. I don't see how you guys do this. I just want to go back to a mechanical thing. Yeah. Um, and then uh, all of the, so all of Hydra is rounded up. It seems like the, the good guys have won. Yep. And everyone's locked away in chains. And Miss um, Hand decides to uh, take... Garrett to the fridge to lock yep. him up in the ice box in the like the deepest darkest smallest most uncomfortable room ever mm-hmm. the ice box the ice box and so they get on a plane and and and, and Ward Ward's like volunteers. I want to turn the key on that myself I want to turn the key on that cell myself and so he he volunteers to be on the on the airplane with with hand mm-hmm. uh, and then we get. The most shocking scene of the season by far. I thought it was really weird that Hand led into that with like, "What's up? I think that we need to shoot you. Oh, I yeah. think that we need to put a cap in your it head." It made her way less uh, sympathetic. Yeah, because she's she is. I mean, uh, while she's a apparently on the side of Shield, like apparently she's not Hydra. She's just kind of a bad guy. Like <laughs> she's just kind. She's of, kind of a Wolverine. Wolverine? Wolverine's an anti-hero. He does bad things for good reasons. Yeah, but Wolverine's kind of... Wolverine... He's the best at what he does. He's he's a pretty good guy. He's a good guy that does bad things for good yeah, reasons. Yeah, I agree. He, that's, he, that's he's, he I would consider him an anti-hero. But I don't know. She, she's, she's worse than that. She seems to have bad motivations. Maybe. Um, she seems to have selfish or at least like... Or sadistic motivations. Like wanting to kill him there. I don't know if that was for revenge or what, but... I think it's mostly just to keep him from doing it again. See, I don't know. She didn't seem to... It seems like the icebox would have accomplished that. Yeah. Um, well, she was saying it's like, too comfortable for him. you, you son of a bitch. I'm going to murder you in cold blood right yeah. here. Like, whoa. Whoa, yeah. lady. And that's, uh, you know, so that's it's weird that she did that. <laughs> Ma'am, can you calm down? But then those two guys are just sitting there, and when he shoots them, 
the look on Han's face is crazy, and then he shoots Han, and then shoots her two more times. Yeah. Um, pretty sure Han's dead. Yeah. And uh, and then our after credits a couple sequence. of shots in her head, like mm-hmm. she's down and out, sir. Yep. And then after our after credit sequence is just a creepy look on Ward's and face. you get that that chilling like horror movie music behind it. Where it's like the the really fast playing violins. Yeah. At Dragon Con, I went to a uh, a filmmakers class, and yeah. they, they 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 were one of the things they said, which I'd never really thought about before, but I definitely see it. Uh, is you always want your character looking off the screen, which I've, obviously you don't want your can you just don't want your character looking straight into the camera. Yeah. And they said uh, because. This is friendly guy talking to his friend, and the guy turned his face into the camera and looked, and everybody's looking at a big screen. Yeah, it's like this is psychopath, and uh, <laughs> it's just like a there's a certain effect when the you look directly into the camera. There's just like this sight you just feel like you're being watched, and yeah, it's it's creepy. And it's so unnerving. he does that. He stares. He has his eyes staring down, and the last thing he does before the the violins swell and the camera cuts to black as he looks into the camera for just a second. It's like, Oh, he's a psychopath. Like we we get that. (laughs) He is a little crazy. (laughs) We get it. Um, so that's that, that I, that was for me the best episode of the season. Was it? Was, I'm going to give it like, I'm going to give it a five, a five. I'm going to give it a five. But I thought other episodes had like a six, like the pilot. Oh, you had like a six. I five. forget. I forget what scale. I thought we were using scale of five. Oh, no, it's been ten. Okay, well then I'm time. gonna give it a nine point five. Okay, okay, that's fair. Ten gives me a little more room to. Yeah. Uh, for Shield, uh, for Shield, it's a ten. Like this is for me the pinnacle of what Shield has done so far. Yeah, yeah, and it and especially off the on the heels of Captain America, that scene was, or that whole episode was just just great. Yeah, barring a little bit of like poor acting or or just inability to get the words out on some of the characters um i would have to say it was it was definitely up there like top three episodes of the season because i mean the pilot was great this one was great and beginning of the end was fantastic Mm. like all three of those were great i like beginning of the end more simply because Everything got tied up in a nice little package, and then we were left with a few little tidbits that made me wanting the second season. Yeah, the the last last episode, beginning of the end, it reminded me of um, the ending to the uh, Return of the King. <laughs> There's like so many endings at the end yeah. of that that episode. Yeah, um, and and it just it just shows that they really did tell a sweeping story with a lot of things to wrap up. And uh, I like that they did, and I like that all of those things lead into season two very well. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about that final episode. Yeah. Well, my rating, I guess, I have to give it. I eight five on the final episode, or no, on on uh, seventeen. Uh, on 17. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Eight five or nine, I would say, as far as like within the the scope of the entire season, eight five or nine, as far as interesting just television is concerned, eight eight five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, as far as S.H.I.E.L.D. is concerned, I'll give it a 10. As far as, like, general, uh, I'm probably grading a little bit on a curve for S.H.I.E.L.D. because I, I just still have hope that it's going to be amazing this season. Yeah. Um, I do, you know. It, it got to be it to really like, good television. It did. At, like, it really after did. Captain America. It really did. But then before um, that, it was just kind of like, all right, guys, you you got me into it with this pilot, and you're letting me down for a while. Yeah. Can we pick it up? 
I thought for S.H.I.E.L.D. this was a great, great, great episode. Yeah. Um, and I'm really hoping we see more like this. So, <clears throat> it's unfortunate that we had to go 17 to 22, because yeah, there was so are... much that happened in between that that was I'd... just building on all of this Definitely that happened. a lot of character development that we missed. Yeah, yeah. One, uh, a couple things that we did miss, for those of you doing the rewatch with us who have not watched those episodes, we recommend them. Yeah. Please do. I think we said that last week, that we recommended watching all if you could. But if you couldn't, uh, well, let's fill in a couple gaps for you. First off, uh, we discover that um, while Mike Peterson is Deathlock, yep. the original Deathlock, the person with those same electronic components is Garrett. And he was dying. And it turns out the whole motivation behind a lot of what Garrett has been doing has been to survive. That's why he's been looking for how Coulson died. And so that he can rebuild his own self. So that he can survive himself because he's <clears> on the edge of death. Um, and his electronic components and his b- biological ones are breaking down. Yep. Basically, so he's on a search for the GH325 that was given to Coulson. And he gets it. Um, he gets it a couple episodes before this. Maybe the last ep- maybe episode 21 that he gets it. Um, but what's interesting is it doesn't just give heal his body. It opens his mind yeah. or causes him to go insane. We're not sure yet. <laughs> We're not sure exactly what it's opening his mind to. And that excites me because yeah. I don't know if that's going to be something that connects with the bigger Marvel universe. Well, it it looks like what happens with it is the same thing that happens with Coulson just accelerated. Like all of the other chemicals that were in all of the super soldier crap that they were giving everybody else in Centipede like all of that mixed in to supercharge the craziness that happens. And he's like, give me a nail. I have to draw on something and make these crazy drawings. Yes. Yeah. See, I don't know if that's the case. Um, because Coulson did it. It just took him longer. Well, and everything, or, it's like caffeine or it, yeah, it was like a caffeinated version of the, um, of the GH three, two, five that got into, into Gary. Maybe, or maybe because of the rewriting of his brain, Coulson didn't have these memories emerge until now. That's kind of how I took it. Maybe was that when they rewrote Coulson's brain, he didn't inc- he didn't experience all this opening of his mind because he was dead, and they had to reconstruct his memory and his thoughts. And so he was kind of like he he didn't have all those memories. But now that he's started to remember all of that stuff, and then he sees the drawings, and in that last scene for for this week uh, in episode twenty two, we see him drawing those same drawings. So. Yep. Um, With a knife. They keep going back to knives. Yep. He's Bob Ross in it all over that wall. <laughs> you see that nice wall? That's a weird alien pattern now. <laughs> Colson, you're weirder than Bob Ross. <laughs> and Bob Ross should be the bad guy because Bob Ross has a beard. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Facially. It was a different time. <laughs> Those were different times when... Anybody could have facial hair, good guy or not. <laughs> Mustaches were all over the 70s. Oh, God. Those were good guys. Yeah. Magnum P.I. Freddie Mercury. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good mustache. Wasn't that it? was a real good mustache. That mustache gave a lot of... Ri- <clears throat> what? It rides? Mustache rides? <laughs> okay, you stopped yourself and then still said it. <laughs> um... <laughs> Gave a lot of... Uh, what? Uh, what? No, I wasn't going to ride. Mustache rides? What are rides? those? I don't know. Um, <laughs> so... I never watched Super Troopers. <laughs> Free mustache ride. Who wants a mustache ride? Um, ooh, ooh, I do, I do. Yeah, yeah, me too. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that, that's fun. 
Um, That's awkward. Is what that is. Play scene. So, um, back to the real movie. Back to the rewatch. And that's pretty much the the big thing. I think Um, we also get the stuff with Ward that we mentioned earlier. Yeah, we get Ward is is actually in love with Sky. Uh, And and yes, we see his past in which he was a seventeen year old who. Uh, who was in juvie and Garrett scooped him up and uh, took him out to the woods and left him for six months and had him uh, (laughs) see if he could survive. And when he survived, he took him under his wing and made him a Hydra agent and then made him, you know, made him a shield agent within Hydra, which I thought was really cool because they showed like how that could happen, how you could get these Hydra agents into shield. Yeah. It surprises me that leave him out in the woods for a while. It surprised me that (laughs) Natasha, uh, Black Widow wasn't scooped up when she was in her shield just because of her past and everything. It surprises yeah. me that she wasn't diverted to Hydra or at least attempted to be diverted. Yeah. And maybe she was. Maybe. Um, they might have tried. But maybe maybe they realized she wasn't going to go for it. I don't know. Um, maybe they thought, well, if we get this wrong, she'll kill everybody. <laughs> so let's not try. So... Uh, I think that's pretty good uh, synopsis of what happened in between. They go to a they go to a base, which the the la- one of the last Koenig. scenes in this Koenig is, is there. Yeah, one of the last scenes in this is you see uh, an agent named Koenig, Koenig um, and his brother was killed a few episodes ago. But his brother, brother. looks exactly like him, played by Patton Oswalt. Um, he was killed by war a few a few episodes ago, and he helped them out. He helped the he helped our team out a lot. So, uh, so that, that's, that's all stuff you missed. Um, so I, I, we highly recommend going back and watching 18 through 21. They're really great episodes, but, um, so let's talk about episode 22. The yeah. other, the, the last episode of the season. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like this episode a lot. I liked it. I love the scene at the beginning when Colson outlines, uh, lays out their plan. Yeah for how they're going to do it all. And it's all kind of, he uses a bunch of code words, but if you go back and listen to what he says there, he says everything they're going to do. Yeah. Um, and he just, you didn't reveal it to the audience, but he's like saying all of these. Um, and then he says the ace in the hole thing, but that's actually ace that they're going to pick up. And... <laughs> yep. Ace who is in a hole of an apartment. Yep. Locked in there by himself. Yep. Uh, the incentives program is, is, is introduced, which, which we've, um, I lo- I loved that. Uh, it reminded me a lot of Cabin in the Woods. Have you seen Cabin in the Woods? I haven't. That's another Chris Hemsworth thing I need to see. Oh, I forgot he was in that. Yep. It's also uh, Joss Whedon. Is it? Yeah, written and directed. Son of a bitch. So good. It's so good. Huh. Um, that 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 you'll see what I mean. But that scene, the first scene in the incentives room, reminded me a lot of uh, Cabin in the Woods. Those of you who've seen it will know what I'm talking about. Um. So I loved that they had this like kind of looming thing throughout the episode. The incentives program means what is the incentives yeah. program? And then it <laughs> the turns guys out walking that, them through like, oh, what, what brings you to cybertech? Well, you know the benefits, the incentives program. Oh yeah, that brings mm. a lot of people here. No one said no to that yet. <laughs> he says, and later in the episode we find out he's actually a, one of those who hasn't said no. Uh, because his wife is trapped in the incentives program, and the incentives program uh, is revealed to just be a room where they keep a bunch of people <laughs> we, hostage. We kidnap your family, and if I you want was, them to live, you come to work for us. I thought it was a little weird and convenient that they were all on site. Yeah, the incentives program's in the same place as the super soldiers. <clears throat> yeah, so that was a little that was a little strange. Um, 
but I, but I loved it. I loved that there's just this bank of computers sitting there, like playing a video game that is the Super Soldiers. Yeah, <laughs> and they were talking about how they're going to have to expand. They're going to have hundreds of new. Yeah, units. the construction. We're putting in at least a hundred new units by next year. It's Jesus Christ. That's right? a lot of soldiers. That's a lot of soldiers. And we saw in a, another episode that happens between seven, eight, eighteen, and twenty-one that Quinn is trying to sell the government. Yeah. On uh, on these Super Soldiers, which we see the government in uh, in the room. Checking out the super soldiers this episode, um, and Garrett cr- grabs a guy's rib out of his chest and stabs him in the head with it. Yeah, that's pretty intense. That is pretty intense. That's a little psychotic. It's pretty disgusting. <laughs> his hand is covered in blood. Mm-hmm. It's pretty gnarly. Pretty gnarly. You can like, see the cartilage on the bone. It's real gross. Um, I like it. I do too. <laughs> um, but it but they, it turns out they've somehow gotten some really good intel, and they've got a great plan. The default directive happens that leads them all into where Garrett is hiding. Yep. Uh, and then they just have to face a bunch of super soldiers, um, which, lucky, uh, Nick Fury shows up just in time, which we haven't discussed it yet, but throughout this episode we also have... I don't know how we haven't discussed it yet, but uh, Fitz and Simmons are at the bottom of the ocean. <sighs> the most heart-wrenching of scenes ever. It really was. Like I've, I'm pretty sure that what happened there is the most emotional scenes that we've seen the entire season. Yeah, I think so too. Because I, I teared up a lot. Mm-hmm. Like real even bad. Just to, even tonight on the rewatch you were tearing Yeah, up. I know, because it hurt. Yep. Hurt I'm, my heart. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. It was it was really really rough. And that was another thing. That was another thing that happened in between 18 and 21 is that when they were trying to track Garrett to you know to to finally catch him, Fitz and Simmons get onto the bus while Garrett takes it and puts a tracker down. Like they they plan a tracker. And then kind of get themselves locked into the medical mm-hmm. uh, pod that is only there because Sky was in there. Mm-hmm. And then. And they won't come out. They refuse to come out. And, yeah. And, and Fitz is begging Ward uh, to be a good man. He still believes he could be a good man. He yep. still looks up to him in a way and doesn't yep. want to see him be a Hydra agent. But. And then Ward just puts him right out. Ward pushes a button, drops him into the ocean. That's. God, it was horrible. It was pretty rough. What was more rough is what happened at the bottom of the ocean. Yep. And um, Fitz sacrificing himself to save Gemma because he apparently loves her. Yeah. Yeah. And you on the rewatch, just just give him a mouth kiss already. Right? Just give him that at least. Yeah, I was like, give him a kiss on the mouth. She kissed him on the cheek, on the forehead. I'm like, I mean, she kissed like around his face. Yes. But I was like, give him a kiss on the mouth. Come on. Just give him a mouth kiss. That was her friend zoning him, and I didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping that that was her, like, understanding, like, oh, you you love me. Mm-hmm. I realize now that I love you, too. And it's not just that we're in a situation where one of us is probably going to die. Like, I realize that you are the you know biggest part of my life, and we need to have life together and go make babies and all mm-hmm. that. You know, this general stuff. But I was thinking that she was like, okay, yes, I love you. I'm going to kiss you all over your face. So maybe we now have a better plan. Maybe this will help. No. Nope. And he's just just, like, do it. 
out of nowhere just hits the button and oh explodes. god and man and her scream so sad oh god i was like how are you gonna get out of there if you're screaming you needed to be prepared for that <laughs> he said you gotta put it on your face it's gonna mm-hmm. force a breath into your lungs because mm-hmm. the water was gonna kick all the air out of her lungs mm-hmm. so yeah that's mm-hmm. what, that was that was a rough scene but then swimming to the top she grabs a hold of fit so he saves her life but then she saves his life yep. we don't know in what fashion yet because they never showed us but then we get our first, our second on the show, but first in this episode, a glimpse of Nick Fury, which I thought was a great intro for Nick Fury. Yep. Coming by in a helicopter, just being, you know, the magical character that he is. Yeah. Oh, by the way, now that you're in the ocean, pluck, let's mm-hmm. go put you into safe places. Yep. That was pretty great. And then, of course, they help. Uh, Simmons tells him how to find um, the, 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 the bus. Yeah. Well, he was looking for Coulson, mm-hmm. and then eventually got caught up on what happened to Garrett. Mm-hmm. And then he does find him, and they're blowing the hell out of this building. I love the way that they do that. Like they originally were like, "We're gonna get a three wheeler, and you know, just kind of go hey, riding in Humvee. there." There's a Humvee. There's a Humvee. It makes a lot more noise. Let's get that instead. And then <laughs> they just go through like blowing up soldiers, well, and so shooting holes thing, in walls. They don't even stick to the Humvee. They go. There's a three-wheeler. Oh, wait, there's a Humvee. And then they go, they just look over and see that huge armored van. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. oh, let's do that. Let's do it. They don't even say it. Better. But they're like, that's better. <laughs> they run over. And I love the noisemaker, uh, the old. Uh, <laughs> that, that's one more thing that happened. In the, I, feel, I feel bad that we're having to retell so many things that happened in the 18 through 21. But yep. one of the things that happened is Trip. we find out, is a legacy S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. His um, his grandfather grandfather was in the Howling Commandos. Was in the Howling Commandos with the original and when Shield was first established, I think. And so all of the gadgets they're, they're using, they're probably going to say that gadgets. he's a different guy. But I want to say that that's the um, the French guy that was in um, Captain Captain America: America The First Avenger. Yeah, yeah, I bet, I bet they're going to do that too. And uh, he th- so they have that noisemaker that they throw. <laughs> And it says, the enemy is approaching. Blah, blah. Like, it's old school, like, radio voice. <laughs> very, very 40s fanfare. Yeah, I love it. It's so great. Because <laughs> it's just, it's silly. But it gets the job done. Mm-hmm. It distracts, maybe more so because it's so cheesy. Yeah. Like, it, like the hell is that? What is going on? <laughs> um, What's making that very old sound? <laughs> why are the 40s attacking us? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mars attacks, but worse. <laughs> I don't know how you get worse than that. So they rush. Uh, they rush the building. They get the soldiers into default directive mode, which means they go to Garrett. Which I just, we don't, we still don't know how Coulson found that out. <laughs> Coulson and Sky. I, I think it was just that Sky finally hacked the network and. Okay. and Kind yeah, of like I kind of assume that she too. looks at all the commands and is like, "Oh, this is what this one does. That's oh, that's what this one does." does. <laughs> Which, um, yeah, that, that's probably the case. But they didn't really say. We kind of jump into this episode. You didn't miss that if you if you watched, missed those episodes. They just kind of jump into this episode with like some knowledge that we don't know where they got it exactly. Um, well, that's the beauty of computers. It's everywhere. What were they doing in that basement? Maybe that's where they were in that basement in the beginning of the episode. Uh, were they hacking the system? Is that what they were doing? No, they were that? they were finding Garrett. That was the that was under the barber shop. Oh no, I know. But uh, maybe they did something there that hacked the system. 
I don't they know. probably did. That make that would make sense. There was a lot of hacking happening in this season, and not just the blowing up kind, but actual hacking. Um. Oh yeah, like yeah. Watchdogs. Oh no, I was talking about. Uh, didn't turn, 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 where she talks about hacking system, but then she's like, Oh, yeah, who's, yeah, okay. Who's like, hacking? Throwback to within the series. I yeah. just thought you were talking um, about a video I'm game. I'm staying within the series. I'm staying okay. on task. I like video games. <laughs> I know you do. We all know from last week's ad. I don't want to talk about From last it. week's stinger. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> How much you love Destiny. You I, sing dude, songs it's so about good. Destiny. It is so good. Like, I don't know if you really understand how good that game is. It looks really good. I watched it's it so played at your house the other night. It looks it's awesome. So good. Um, okay, so we've got that. We've got, um... They break their way in. They blow a hole in the wall so that May and um, Sky can get in. Yep. And then they kind of take over the area where all the controllers are sitting. All the handlers, rather. Yeah. Are sitting. They're like, this is a bomb. You know what this does. And you, this is May. You, you've seen her through the eyes of your soldiers. You know what she can I lo- do. I love that. I love that line. <laughs> I love that line. Um, so we've planned for this. Oh, you mean default directive? Yeah, wait, how do you know about that? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God, it's bad. So it seems like they got in just in time to stop this threat, because if they'd gotten 100 more soldiers, this would have not been Oh, so, yeah, yeah, God, so that would have been horrible. <laughs> so uh, they get in. Um, they, they're, So <laughs> Sky and May are working on this situation uh, with the handlers while Coulson is going up against... Uh, Garrett and his super soldiers, yeah. which is a little unmat mismatched. So we get Nick Fury coming in to save the day, bringing the uh, destroyer gun. What's it called? It was the gun that was in. Yeah, it was, it was in Avengers. Avengers. Designed they, uh, by the. Is it called the destroyer? They based it on the technology of the destroyer. Yes. yes. So, so the that that was pretty amazing to Funny see that. Thing. Funny thing about that gun, that gun was in the Facebook game of um, the Marvel... God, what is it called? It was like, it was the Avengers game on Facebook. Anyway, Mm -hmm. one of the really big Marvel games on Facebook that I used to play for a while, but have since stopped. I've realized that Facebook games are dumb. Yeah, God. Anyway. They're the worst. They really are. (laughs) I don't think I've ever spent more than a day or two playing them, but uh, but no, this is rough. one that like lasted for like years. No, I know, I know they exist. I, I just don't like them. Yeah, because <laughs> they're generally just press a button, receive reward. It's it's like a Pavlovian this... sort of rats in a <laughs> rats in a maze, like our society is going to shit kind of games. This is one of the games that actually broke that cycle, which is why okay. I played it for so long. All it's right. like you, once you got into combat, you actually had like there's these guys over here and there's these guys that you control and you actually have to pick which moves you want to do okay for it to actually like progress the fight and maybe i, I think i actually might have played the very beginning of that cuz it was one of the ones that i was interested in avengers like, alliance yeah i did i marvel played that avengers like, alliance that was one of those few games that i played for like a day yeah and then i was like can't do this can't do this with my life <laughs> i need to use i my... did do that with my life for a little bit <laughs> But that gun in that game was called Coulson's Revenge, <laughs> which I thought was great. That is great. I love I love his his last uh, last ditch use of that gun in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. That's what it does. And, and then when uh, when Nick Fury brings it back in this episode, he hands it to him. He's like, "Here, here's this. Be careful with that." No, I know what it does. That's awesome. <laughs> That's 
awesome. I'd forgotten that was a line from Avengers. That's great. Yep. I know what this does. That's what that does. <laughs> and then he dies. Which was heart-wrenching. Joss Whedon is really good at playing with my emotions, and I don't like that. You should I don't like anybody to, to have that much control over me. You need to watch more. I don't want to. I um, can't handle it. So good. So many feels. Uh, then the last battle sequence, we get to see our Nick Fury face off with our. <laughs> I like the I like the line. Uh, for <laughs> very rarely do you get to see four dead men in a tag tag team wrestling match because yeah. <laughs> they've all died in recent in some way in the recent movies. That's really that was really cute. Yeah. Um, and then they go at it, and uh, it, it's pretty. It's pretty tilted, as as Garrett says. All the power is on this side of the room. All the power is on this side of the room, guys. And then, uh, <laughs> but we get a uh, we get a nice a nice turn in that s- some of the power was with Sky and May. After May handles Ward, which we could discuss at length, probably <laughs> that scene was really great. It really, was brutal. It's brutal, and it reminds me a lot of that first scene in the show when Ward is. Facing uh, the random uh, guys in the, the random guys in the apartment. Yeah, uh, he's just showing his brawler side, yep. and May showing her brawler side, and she's just so pissed off. And I love the line: "I've got a weapon that's way better, and it's going to destroy you." What's that? <laughs> uh, or how? <laughs> why is that? Because you slept with her, and she's really pissed off. <laughs> um, and then just May out of nowhere. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was kind of like Falcon. Just all kinds of Nintendo fanboyisms <laughs> happen right there. <laughs> Falcon. Just, whoa. I don't know what that's from. You don't know that? That's Super Smash Brothers, Captain oh, Falcon. Never, never played it. Oh, man. You remember how I said I like video games like uh-huh. five minutes ago? I do. That still holds true. Okay. <laughs> um, so... Let's finish the still uh, a thing. Let's finish talking about this episode real quick because we've got to I probably need to wrap it up the next fifteen minutes or so, and we've okay. got a spoiler section to get to, a super secret spoiler section. Um, so really, we don't have much else to get to. Uh, just, well, they win. They win. Uh, they win, and there's a number of uh, stinger sequences. Yeah. Um, I mean, they find Ace, and then you know, tell me something that your dad and you would only know, mm-hmm. and then it's Dad. What are we? We're a team. So, which is almost the first line of the show. Yeah. It's one of the first lines of the season, which is which is a nice, like, bring it all full circle. Yeah. Interconnectivity. <laughs> um, so <laughs> that causes that. the balance of power in that room to shift. Drastically. <laughs> Mike Peterson is now uh, on the side of our friends, and he's after he just, Garrett, and he destroys Garrett. He does two things. He shoots him in the chest with a rocket, <laughs> And then he steps on his face. Yep. With a lot of force. I'd call it stomp. He curb stomps the man's face. Curb stomps him, and that's the worst. Uh, And so, kills Garrett, as far as we know. Uh, And then basically we just get a bunch of wrap-up sequences. Yep. Uh, Ward is is captured. Um, They are going to torture him. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. They say they're going to... Emotionally and physically. Emotionally and physically damage him. Um, <laughs> you know, by making him grow a beard. Yep, and we—that's one of the ways we've seen stills in this season with him with a beard. Um, this season two, uh, we've got um, what are the other stinger sequences we have? 
Well, we've got we've got Coulson. And, Coulson's uh, screaming at Fury. I loved, I love that. That's such a great wrap up for season one. Yeah, it was. when uh, when 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 Coulson or when Fury tells Coulson that he was an Avenger and yeah. he is an Avenger. Yeah, that's a really great moment. And I wonder if that means he'll be in Avengers too. Uh, he's got to be. I don't know. I don't know. He's got to be. He's too big. Because I mean, he's rebuilding Shield now. Well, yeah, but if that's even. We, a lot will be revealed this season, but we don't yeah. even know if it's going to be on the radar. Like, they may be completely secretive. Yeah. They might not even know about S.H.I.E.L.D. anymore since mm-hmm. Cap happened and... Or, well, since Cap 2 happened and then Ultron is coming up. They they might not have time for S.H.I.E.L.D. We'll talk about the super secret spoilers, but what is S.H.I.E.L.D. now? Like, what is it going to be this season? Now, we have no idea. We'll find out. We will? We will um, find out. And he gives... And that's, and that's what... Uh, Fury does. He gives Coulson that cube and says, "This is a toolbox. We'll go rebuild Shield." Yeah, and then he he gives him the title of director. Mm-hmm. He trades and, in his bird's eye view for two feet on the ground. Yep. Yeah, Nick Fury's gonna be a badass again. Pretty great. Pretty great. And I wonder where we're gonna see Nick Fury again. That's gonna be. We'll see him around. Yeah, he's gonna be everywhere. Like gonna be, you said, he's gonna be gone for a while. Yeah, a little bit. But he, no, Samuel L. Jackson, like, going a bit meta here, Samuel L. Jackson signed, like, a 13-picture deal. <laughs> so he's going to be around. It probably has been, like, 10 movies at this point for him. <laughs> um, I'm not sure which ones he's actually been in. He wasn't I mean, in Iron, Guardians. He was in Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, uh, Avengers, Captain, Amer- uh, Captain America. At the end, yeah. He was at the end of... He was in the Stinger of, of Thor. Two, Stinger of Thor. He was, was he in the Dark World? Well, that's six. Six of the ten Marvel movies. Yeah. He wasn't, I don't believe he was in Hulk. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe he was in Iron Man 3. Was he not? And I don't believe he was in Guardians. Was he not and I don't believe he's in Thor 1. So that's four, that makes sense. No, he he was in a stinger in Thor 1. Oh, he was. With Eric Selvig. Oh, really? Was he in that last scene with him? Yeah. I didn't remember that. Okay. Well, maybe it's seven then. I'm not sure. When he when he opened the cosmic cube to yeah. Zelvig? I didn't remember if that was him in that scene. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, well, maybe seven. Six or seven. Um, Do the stingers count? Sure. I mean, they didn't... The, I don't know if they count in the contract. <laughs> that little mini scene didn't count for Evans. Yeah, I don't know if they two. count for the contract, but they count for him being in it. Yeah. Okay. For our purposes, they count. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a lot of movies he's already been in. Yeah. Um, and a couple episodes of Age of Steel, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, so so we wrap that up. Wrap that up. That's that's all cool. Uh, we, we get have... the we get the scene of Mike Peterson on the hill in a trench coat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the classic Whedon. is so Joss Whedon. <laughs> he has had so many characters in long coats with sort of a dark past, but are have good hearts. Yeah, and not only was he like dark past, but it was dark outside. <laughs> like that's how dark it was. It was. A very Buffy scene right there. <laughs> as a angel. Spike, to a lesser degree, Malcolm Reynolds scene right there. You, 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 Joss Whedon fans know what I'm talking about. I know the characters you're talking about. Whatever, man. You know nothing. <laughs> All right. What's her name? Egret. 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 I don't know what you're about. Game of Thrones. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Oh, right, right. You yeah. know nothing, Jon Snow. So we wrap that up. We got him standing on the on the hilltop. 
everything he does is going to be for his son and he's just going to be making up for past bad things mm-hmm. and then um what ward's taken away we got colson not sleeping no 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 we get we we get drippy hands we get no no we get um garrett getting back up on the table Oh, get that's up on right. the table, getting the whole crap and, uh, put Coulson on. Coulson uses the 084 to destroy him. Yeah, from like what episode two of the season. Yeah, <laughs> which just, it was also in like episode eighteen, I think. Yeah, when they raid when the they fridge. raid the fridge, yeah. which is something we didn't all see. But uh, in episode eighteen of, uh, for those of you who were were doing the reward, doing the rewatch with us, they uh, basically everything that we've seen put in the fridge this season, they get out of the fridge, including the gravitonium. And the 084 and uh, other things. Yeah, everything that they think has been launched into space. Yes. Into the sun. Yep. Which has just not happened at mm-hmm. all. So he gets up on the table and just gets the hell blasted out of him when he stands up. Yeah, and that then... was that was a pretty beautiful full scene. And it was like, no, we're not letting him come back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's no then, way he's making it back. <laughs> and then we get drippy hands. Well, I think next was. I'm not sure the order. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Uh, just get... anything you got, yeah. throw it out. Uh, I love uh, Colson the... not being able to sleep and scribbling on the walls. Yes. I um, think was that. I think it's the last thing. Was that the last thing? I think that was the last last. It thing. could be. Um, yeah, drippy hands was before the commercial break the bloody drippy hands dude. bloody i guess blood i don't know drippy hands it dude looks like blood. it is apparently uh sky's father yeah so we'll go into speculation about that in a minute but what does this all mean with these sky and reina and drippy hands talking and about monsters change of uh and the monsters it's talking about some sort of advancement of the species um yeah evolution some sort of evolution so yeah that's 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 all interesting and that's neat um and then colson can't sleep post credits i think we also before that we get Gemma getting back on the ship and saying it fits oh yeah yeah is not uh he's not dead he's not dead he is alive so he's in recovery of some sort we hope yeah we'll see what happens to him man i'm Worried about where they're going with that. Well, they've said in, like, synopses or whatever that he's comatose. Okay. And that his, he's not going to... He's going to be back, just not in the full capacity that he was before. Yeah, not the same. He's not the same character, I bet. Yeah. I bet they will let that change him somehow, which... I mean, that's what Fury said. He, he may never be the same. That just kills me. I loved his character so much. Yep. Just connected with him because he's a smart guy. Well, how did you connect with him? Didn't. And then what? After that, Coulson can't sleep. Coulson can't sleep. And then he gets up and sees the door that um, Garrett scratched a nail into mm-hmm. and made weird writing. And then does that across an entire wall. Mm-hmm. It's intense. It is a bit. Because that crap looked nuts. Really did, and I'm I'm really excited uh, about what all of that means. Um, we don't, we just don't, we just don't know what what that what that writing or alien whatever language or whatever it is. What if what it, what does it mean? We have no idea. That pictography, uh, and and we just know that somehow the use of the GH two three four three two five three two five whatever. 
the GH325 somehow uh, connected Garrett and Colson to something. Yeah. The hive mind. <laughs> so something. Uh, something. The supreme uh, intelligence. Who knows? Who knows? That's the, the supreme intelligence. What is the supreme intelligence? It's the Cree leadership. Oh, okay. We won't go into it too much to look. Comic books. Spoiler section. Comics and everything spoilers. <laughs> uh, which, I mean, I guess that's this episode. What would you give this episode a uh, rating? Oh, man, this one was a solid 995 because it, it cool. tied up everything in a nice, pretty little bow and then gave me a little bit extra to really... Like, it, it breadcrumbed me to season two. Like, it yeah. made me really want season two. Me too. Um, I'll give it a nine. I, I really liked it. I didn't like it as much as Turn, 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 but I just love surprises. And so <laughs> I really do. I love when a show can really surprise me. And, and Ward being Hydra overshadows this episode for me. Yeah, um, I could see that. But yeah, this episode was great um, as well. Episode 22, I'll give it a nine. Um, so yeah. Good, good episodes. Good season. Good season. Really good season. Once you finally like get the whole story of it. Yeah, there's a little bit of fat that could have been trimmed, but you know, looking back and watching it the way we did this time, doing the rewatch, I will say I missed out on some of the characterizations. Yeah, you don't get a full picture of the characters, and I, I guess you could say that's what those other those other episodes that may not have been so plot driven and may not have had so much. So much interesting stuff happening, you do get a better sense of the characters. They do do a good job of care, you know, creating the characters in those episodes. Yeah, building your rapport with those characters. Yeah. That's why I love Fitz so much. Mm-hmm. Been with him so long. <laughs> Been with him so long. Um, <laughs> Looking yeah. back. What? All memories of the nights we shared. I don't know the words that song. On the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> For a moment, my TV was right. All right, well, let's go into this. <laughs> let's go into our super secret spoiler section. Super secret spoiler section? It's a bit Dude, of a mouthful. Just call it. S- um, all right, everybody. Well, uh, Thanks for hanging out with us. If you don't want to hear any other spoilers or connections to other parts of the Marvel Universe, uh, turn us off now. But we're going to talk about some other Marvel things. That we should probably plug a few things first, though. Hey, that's a good point. Uh, you got any plugs? Well, no, like plug the, the phone number and... Oh, yeah. The 573-CAST-MCU. If you want to you know, weigh in on anything. If you want to talk to us so that we can play it back and... and, and... And comment on what you said while you comment yeah. on what we said. Send us some feedback. What do you want to see out of season two? Yeah, um, that's a good thing. Or even, you know, honestly, if you call us directly after the episode, well, you can probably get it in. So call us as soon as the episode ends, 573-CAST-MCU, and uh, leave us a message. And we will try to play the feedback on next week's episode. We're going to be recording uh, probably about 20 minutes after the episode ends. So, uh, you know, do it. Do it. Call us. Do it. Uh, we want to hear. And... We want to hear what you what you think about episode two, one of season two. Yep, that and we're on Facebook, so you can comment on us there. Yep. Tell us what you think about it. Tell us what you think about us. Whether or not you want the dog to go away. <laughs> um, we you can also uh, just write us an email at mcucast at gmail dot com. 
Facebook.com slash Marvel MCU cast. Uh, MCU cast. Not even Marvel Cinematic nope. Universe podcast. MCU cast. But you can go to Facebook and just search for Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, and you can also find it that way. Um, yeah. So let's talk about some spoilers. Super secret spoiler Three, session. Two. Uh, then we're going to go into spoilers. Three, two, one. You just you threw it on me, and I didn't have time to think of something. Yeah, to well, you need to you need to think think things sooner. <sighs> just messing with you. We already did it. Um, we did the big one. That yep. Ward is hydrated. There's nothing really to like. No. Jump into for next I was time. Just messing with you. You jerk. Koenig's <laughs> probably a robot. <laughs> Koenig's an LMD. Probably. Maybe. Very likely. Um. So we've. We've, we, we, There's we, been we, at least three of them that we've seen. Two, three. Are you talking about on the teaser? Yeah. Okay. If that's canon. Well, yeah, it not is. It's a commercial because they were talking about Bobby Morse. They were also talking. Like Bobby to, Morse wanted to talk to uh, director Colson. They were also talking directly to the San Diego Comic Con so, people. That makes it not canon. It's so canon. It's not canon. It's very. That canon. scene is not canon. It's so. I'm not canon. saying those characters can't exist in the canon. I'm well, just then saying, even triplet in the little, the the two minute clip from the first episode of season two is just like every every time I talk to him, he introduces a new brother. Like he talks about a new yes, brother. Yes, that we can talk about, and that and that's true. Uh, that's canon. That makes it canon. Well, it doesn't Too make that clues. scene canon. Too many clues. It's all connected. Doesn't make that scene Interconnectivity. Canon. Doesn't make that scene canon. You so can't canon. talk to San Diego Comic-Con. Yes, you can. They did. In, in the canon. <laughs> That's not, 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 not possible. So, yeah, we've, I mean, there's a whole lot of interconnectivity with the movies and with stuff coming up and, like, the pictures being posted and they're going to mm-hmm. go back to, like, um, they're going to... Peggy Carter's going to be in the first episode of, of this so cool. second season. That's so, so cool. So, like, they're probably going to do some throwbacks, and there's going to be, like, there's there's going to be Harkening I'm back. I it's going to be Coulson looking at how the first... Um, like, he finds a movie reel like Tony Stark did. Or, that that's possible. Yeah. Or he may go talk to Peggy Carter about how she started S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, and, like, get advice. Because even she said that she thought it was a, they made lots of mistakes. So maybe yeah. he talks to old Peggy Carter and she tells him a story or something. Oh, um, yeah. And we just get a flashback sequence from her yeah, memory. it'd be great. And then she pops back, like, who are you? Because she's, you know, oh, yeah. dementia. So sad. Yeah, that was really sad. That was so sad. God. Why do we got to talk about heartbreaking things? Because mm, Joss Whedon likes to break our hearts. Um, He's a man heartbreaker. So, watching Joss Whedon stuff, <laughs> there are a number of things that if you're a Joss Whedon fan, certain characters have died, certain characters have gone through things, and you just like it breaks your heart. And all the Joss Whedon fans like band together in a way, and we're like, "Oh, can you believe we hate Whedon because he did that?" You know, like. Why would he kill that character or whatever? There's a number of those kind of scenarios. I wonder what he's going to do in the Marvel Universe, in like Avengers 2, for instance, that's going to like just break everyone's heart. I would love to see America as a whole hate Joss Whedon in the same way, <laughs> the same love-hate relationship that all of us long-term Joss Whedon fans have. Oh, God. You know what's probably going to happen? What's that? Jarvis' vision is probably going to get destroyed possible we're probably gonna love him throughout this movie i bet we will and then he's gonna get destroyed fighting ultron it's very possible he's gonna sacrifice himself and then they're gonna rebuild him later maybe that's exactly what's gonna happen i don't know that happens so much in the comics i hope they don't destroy him and rebuild him because it'll be a little little too groot yeah fair 
A little, but, too, a little too Groot. Too but soon. we are Groot, man. Yeah, but that's like two movies in a row that Marvel would have done that same trope. Unless they just have him destroyed and then like three movies later he comes back or something. That would be maybe possible. I mean, it's not like he's going to grow back and like be dancing in a pot and you know make a bobblehead out of himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if the marketing goes well and they sell enough of those bobbleheads, maybe he will. Yeah. <laughs> Little bobblehead vision. <laughs> you, do, when Funko announced that pop vinyl bobblehead of dancing baby Groot in yep. the pot, their website shut down from the traffic. <laughs> like they 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 hit it on Twitter. They were just like, hey. Twitter followers, here's this. Go to our site and order it. And I, I tried to go to their website. It would not load. <laughs> it wouldn't load for several days. That's so funny. It's great. I love it. Yeah. It's Groot. It's Groot. Get it? <laughs> I do. I do. Good. So, yeah, there's not a whole lot of um, spoilers to talk about other than just, like, the Avengers. Well, I think we just kind of need to talk about, like, what happened in this episode and what how it connects because we've got... What is what is the deal with Sky and Reyna? What are they? I don't um, know. There's a lot of people that are speculating that the Inhumans are coming. Yeah. Soon to the <gasps> Marvel Universe. And I think it's possible. I don't know much about the Inhumans. But what if they introduce the Inhumans? Because they can't go mutants. We're talking about human evolution, some sort of change. And if I remember correctly, the Inhumans have some sort of metamorphosis they go through. Yeah, they they come in contact with the Terrigen Mists. That's right. And so what if if Sky and Reyna, you know, Reyna asks... What will I become? What if she knows all about that? What if the dri- Mr. Drippy Hands is her fa- is Sky's father and he's an inhuman who's already gone through the metamorphosis and they're monsters, you know, like what if they went through the metamorphosis in that small village and, you know. You just blew my fucking mind. I think that could be a really cool uh cool way to bring in the Inhumans, especially if they're planning to bring them in the movies, which some people are saying maybe Guardians 2, some people are saying maybe in a Hulk or Thor movie. Um, no, they're, they're, they're writing an Inhumans movie. True. Um, but what if they establish, for at least the, the deep fans like us, yeah. the Inhumans earlier? Like a little then, bit of lead into that? Yeah, just I mean, just like they did with Hydra. They yeah. bring in <clears throat> what we called Centipede for a season, and then it turns out... What if for what if for the next three seasons we're dealing with characters that are somehow evolving or changing or you know this this Captain Drippy hands uh, and and it, what if he turns out to be a uh, what if it turns out that that's all it's all been in humans all this whole time it could be insane could be real could cool. be really insane because like that makes me want to like look at all of the Inhumans characters and see who Reyna is yeah. Who who what well, and she has some sort of power it seems like yeah but she's it, got a little bit of a power as far as I understand the humans don't have powers until they go through the Terrigen Mist is that right right they've got like a little bit of weirdness to them like to their genetics but they come in contact with the mist and then get their powers and it's like it's always something crazy makes them look weird like Medusa has hair going all over the place but it's like it's prehensile okay. hair that's really strong. And, like, each one of them has their own specific set of odd powers. Yeah. Well, see, I just don't... I don't know who else in the... I don't know of another group in the Marvel Universe that has that sort of, like, evolution to them. Yeah. Um, that is going to change. I mean, 
Raina straight up says, "What am, what's going? What am I going to change yeah, into? What will I become? What will I become? Yeah." And that, I'm going to have to look into that because, like that, thinking about that, that really makes way too much sense to not be true. Maybe, maybe, um, and I, I, yeah, I think it sounds really cool. I don't know much about the humans. I've read a couple comic books, but not a lot. So. I really like Black Bolt. He's one of the strongest in the Marvel Universe. Like, top five. Cool. Honestly. And, I mean, it'd be awesome to see them bring them in before the... Before you know, the actual Before movie. Avengers 3. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and we, and we, and we get, get to know some Inhumans so that we have more allies to fight... Uh, <laughs> Allies to fight Thanos. Thanos. If Thanos comes about in Avengers 3. He's got to. They're building it. Like, I don't want him to build it for, like, 12 movies and then Dude. have it come out and not be that awesome. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, it could be Avengers 4. Or it could even be something that's not called Avengers. Like, they could... They it could, could just be the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, they could have, like, Avengers 1, 2, and 3 as a trilogy, and then the Infinity Gauntlet, which brings the, together, like, cosmic... The and Infinity Wars or whatever. Something like that, Yeah. yeah. They could do something cool, and I I am totally open to that. I would love to see them do something or different, just Marvel Infinity, than we're expecting. I think that's a video game. I think you, no, that's Disney Infinity. Uh, they just came out with the Marvel. Yeah, Disney Infinity two point Marvel Heroes. Yeah, yeah. In order to release that in in London, it was really cool what they did. Actually, they had a, a hologram of the Hulk lifting Tower Bridge, so that the uh, boat could pass under with all of the Disney Infinity 2.0 like shipments on it. Cool. Like they they had you know like smoke and a hologram of the Hulk just being like. <laughs> so like everybody in London saw that. <laughs> it's great. Oh, like an actual hologram under yeah. the bridge. Like they had an actual Neat. like hologram under Tower Bridge of the Neat. Hulk lifting because it's it's one of those like separation bridges where it'll yeah. allow boats to go under it. So Hulk lifts that up and then the guys go like the boat with oh, all the shipments awesome. go I under see it. That. I gotta yeah. look that up online. It's online. I'll again, we got to post it on the Facebook. Yeah. Post it on the Facebook. That sounds awesome. Yes, I will. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the, uh, the comic though, the most recent comic with Thanos was called infinity. And, um, it was a, like a six or eight part series. I've got the first two, um, the that came out, I think it was last year, something like that. Okay. Um, I've got the first two of it though. They're, they're real good. They're real good. Cool. They're solidly good. I think it's something that you need to read. Um, and I need to finish it honestly. Like I, didn't, I haven't even read the synopsis of it. I just haven't gotten around to it. Comics are expensive. They are. It's an expensive hobby to have. I want to check out that Marvel Unlimited and just be able to read like. Everything it, for ten dollars yeah. a month or something. That'd um, be nice. I don't know much about it yet, though. I gotta kind of check into it, make sure it has everything I want. Um, yeah, that. But so, so we've got that. What is what are Sky and Raina? Um, what is Drippy Hands? Um, <laughs> I love that you say that because when when I couldn't pronounce the guy's name, when I couldn't remember the guy's name, Kyle McLaughlin, and I was like Kyle McMuffin, and you were like Mister McDrippy Hands. Yeah. Like, I didn't even remember that that part happened at the end of this episode. <laughs> I just thought you just made that oh, up. Oh, that's funny. No, I was talking directly about him in this episode. I had no recollection of that. I thought You're you like, just made it up entirely. Why, Mr. McDrippy Hands? You like, laughed really hard. I thought you got it. I guess no. you got it on the rewatch. Yeah, I got it on the rewatch. <laughs> 
no, I got it. I just second pass, you know. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, no, yeah, comic drippy hands. Um, <laughs> He's still comic muffin to me, just because it's super bad. It's you. McMuffin. It's McLovin, right? Yeah, it was McLovin, but he called him McMuffin. Give me the booze. <laughs> that old, like, drunk dude. I heard something crazy. Tell me. So, you know, you go on cruises. Yeah. And you can't, you're not allowed to bring alcohol because they sell alcohol. Yeah, they sell copious amounts of alcohol. And it's expensive. It's really expensive yes, on the ship. Yes, it is. They, apparently, there's a company called Champ Booze. And they sell you shampoo bottles. Just bottles that have never had shampoo in them. With uh, that are resealable, so they look like they're sealed bottles of shampoo, and you 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 fill them up with your liquor, and then you seal them, and it looks like they're sealed, closed bottles of shampoo, and then you get on the ship, and you can have all the booze you want. That's intense, right? I brought a lot of shampoo for this trip because yeah. I'm gonna. Ha- Some of our, I saw I saw his picture. From hey, my you want to go take a shower? I saw a picture from a friend's <laughs> cruise that they're on. They had like seven. Big old, like, one liter shampoo bottles. Good lord. Like, how dirty is your hair? <laughs> so dirty. I mean, I suppose every person could probably bring a bottle of shampoo and a bottle of conditioner. Yeah. You know, and not rouse, rouse suspicion. Yeah, yeah. So, that's pretty awesome. Shamp- <laughs> shampoos. But now that we've talked about it, everybody's going to know. I'm sure. It's, I mean, it's on the internet. It's, it's out there. Now, all our listeners. We're just informing our listeners on how to get drunk on the cheap. <laughs> On, on the cheap this is, while you're this is, doing this really expensive this is, thing. Dude, they're not that expensive. They're so expensive. It's it's literally like 50 bucks a day for a cruise, and you get all your food included, all your your, your stay, and you travel so to another country. It's like way less than going anywhere else. It's awesome. It's so expensive. We'll talk. We'll talk. It's so it's so cheap. You want to go on a cruise together? Yeah, just me and you. You want to you want to get shampoos up? Shampoozed up. Um, that sounds like champagne and booze, but nope, yeah. shampoos. Um, okay, so what do we got here? What do we got next? Uh, the other thing I want to talk about was this: the symbols. What could they mean? God, you know, they seem I... like they're unrelated to all the Reina stuff. So we've got two major threads happening, which I, I think is really cool. We also have no idea what they're going to do with Shield. Like, what is Shield going to look like this season? Is it going to be completely clandestine? Um, well, from what I understand from the synopses that I've read about it, like Shield's on the run. Like they're still being hunted by every government agency. Yeah. So they've got to do everything kind of undercover. And like in um, in the teasers, um, Coulson has said uh, we got to protect everyone, even if they don't know that we're doing it. Yeah. So like so I have, feeling, I have a feeling it's going to be all all secret. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be super secret. <laughs> Almost like our super secret spoiler session. <laughs> super secret. Super secret so secret no one else knows or listens. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Uh yeah, well, I, and uh yeah, I think that's pretty much all I wanted to really touch on. But those three those three things are the big threads for me. Um yeah. what is what is shield? What is going to be happening with shield? Also, where's what is happening with Ward? Why is he back? What do we need him for? His um, beard. Just his beard. Uh <laughs> then uh what those symbols mean. Yep. Um what was the GH325? It was from um, Cree, dude. It was his juices. We think maybe Cree, maybe he was so Cree. 
whatever. Uh, it definitely seems like a Cree thing. Um, then, then what's happening with Sky, Sky and Reyna and Trippy Hands? Like, I really, those are three huge, 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 huge threads they left open. Yep. Um, and I'm super excited to see them explore them all because it seems like they have a really good plan for everything. Yep. Um, and, and, you know, this season, they spent a lot of time building characters that were just didn't care about nearly as much as I needed to. Um, and I'm hoping now that they've got me in a place where I do care about the characters and I care about what's happening, they're going to keep me on the hook. But I'm trusting them more this season than I was in the last season. I was a lot more skeptical until I saw what they did with uh, Captain America 2 and Turn, Turn, Turn. Like, yeah. that was really well done, and I'm, I'm, I'm trusting that I they was, have I was skeptical have a plan. right up until the last third of the season when it all made sense. Yeah. So they they pulled it together nicely, and so I'm hoping that uh, this season continues that that track. And I'm, I'm hoping we can enjoy it from the beginning, though. I'm yeah. hoping it won't be like this is great, this is okay until Avengers comes out, and then it's great, you know? Yeah, like, it needs to be good start to finish. I hope so on its own. I hope so. Yeah. Do we want to talk about the um, Avengers two synopsis that got posted sure. online? Sure. Because I mean. It's kind of a big deal. The it official is. synopsis, guys. The official synopsis for the Avengers Age of Ultron mm-hmm. was posted online. It doesn't spoil a whole lot as far as story goes, but it does give us a few clues. And uh, if uh, if you would like, I'll go ahead and read it now. Read it to us. Just that first paragraph, I think. That second paragraph is yeah. basically just uh, casting. Mostly casting. Yeah, it looks like it. Um Marvel Studios presents Avengers Age of Ultron, the epic follow-up to the biggest superhero movie of all time. When Tony Stark tries to jumpstart a dormant peacekeeping program, things go awry, and Earth's mightiest heroes, including Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, the Incredible Hulk, Black Widow, and Hawkeye, are put to the ultimate test as the fate of the planet hangs in the balance. As the villainous Ultron emerges, it is up to the Avengers to stop him from enacting his terrible plans. And soon, uneasy alliances and unexpected action pave the way for an epic and unique global adventure. <coughs> and I was, I was wrong a little bit about the uh, that being all. The, in the last paragraph, the last sentence says, And meet an old friend in a new form, in a new form when Paul Bettany becomes Vision. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if that's just referring to an old friend being Paul Bettany, as who, who played Jarvis, mm-hmm. or if it's actually referring to the character of Jarvis. Because it could just mean, meet an old friend who you've been listening to all this time, he's playing a new character. Or it could mean Jarvis itself, the character, is going to be have something to do with the origins of Vision. Yeah, I mean... If Tony Stark is the one that makes Ultron, which they're, I mean, that's what they're pushing it to. He reactivates a peacekeeping program. I really hope that they involve Hank Pym in that. Yeah. If they say, you like, know, I'm thinking they will, uh, just because Ant-Man comes out six months later or something yeah. like that. I'm betting that whatever happens in this movie with them enacting a peacekeeping force, if it's Hank Pym's keep peacekeeping force, and maybe we'll get Michael Douglas in or like, or or a young actor playing Hank, Hank Pym, uh, introducing this peacekeeping force. If we get that in Avengers two, then when Ant Man comes along, maybe that's what pushes uh, Ant Man. Um, that's what Hank pushes Pym, Hank Pym to not be Ant Man anymore, or or to uh, need Paul Rudd. Like maybe maybe something that they do in this movie makes him realize like that he needs to get back a piece of his technology. Yeah. Or 
an Infinity Stone, Ooh. or like, what if Hank Pym had left left like something powerful, like an Infinity Stone, or a or just a piece of technology just that he that created lion around? <laughs> what if he left it in the in the hands of Shield? Oh, and, and she's and, not and around re- anymore. And he realizes that They're after what high happens high. with Ultron, he realizes oh. how dangerous this stuff is in the wrong hands, and he has to enlist the help of like a young Paul Rudd to go uh, retrieve something for him. Because they said it's like a heist movie. So what if he's stealing from S.H.I.E.L.D. so that he can either destroy or somehow stop the use of one of his items that he... Or technologies that he left in play. Yeah, that could very well be, very um, easily be that. Yeah, and if 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 because this happened a few times, he's just kind of left shit laying around. It's like, oh god, that was horrible. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. So anyway, that's 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 one possible way it could go. Um, and and Betney uh, coming back as Vision's exciting because I've I've loved his work as Jarvis. He's been a great voice for Jarvis. Yeah, he has. Um, and I, and I'd be interested to see if Jarvis. It'd be interesting to see if Jarvis has a it kind of develops an AI personality and like how he views towards like Tony Stark. Like what if Tony and Jarvis still have a relationship of sorts? Yeah. And he's been like viewing him as a tool all these years, but as kind of a friend because he's been using him for so long, but what if now Jarvis has kind of an awakening? What if Ultron awakens him as like an AI? Well, Ultron always looked at Hank Pym as a father, a creator type figure, mm-hmm. but he always said that humanity was just completely awful and needed to be uh, contained by destroying it. Like mm-hmm. to save it from itself, it has to be eradicated. Cool. Which is just weird. And he's going to rebuild it in his image, whatever. But he makes, like, Ultron is made based on Hank Pym's brainwaves, and he, like, he wants to replace him, sort of. But he also doesn't want to destroy him. It's weird. I don't know. He really, like, the main thing that he doesn't want to destroy ever is Janet uh, Van Dyne. Like, oh, yeah. Because it's based on Hank Pym's brainwaves, he's in love with Janet. Ultron's in love with Janet. I can't destroy her because I love her. Interesting. Yeah, it's kind of that weird thing there. But I want to say that Pepper's going to be the new Janet. Because oh, it's going to be based yeah. on Tony and doing the Ultron with the Jarvis thing, like, and then Ultron, kind of. I bet Ultron. What if, yeah. What if? What if Tony's? He's based on Tony, and Tony's been using Jarvis so long that what if that's why he steals the Jarvis code and creates uh, a character based on it as, yep. as his assistant, just like yep. Tony has been using Jarvis. And he, he makes it the, the vision, vision, and then the vision's just like, no, I have to go help Tony because that's what I do. Yeah. Huh. I could could be that we just figured out the entire plot of the movie. Yeah, we got it. We got Ant Man. <laughs> we're like two movies in. Come on, Marvel. We're waiting on you. Catch up. <laughs> Come on with that Black Panther. Let me see it. Let me see that Miss Marvel. I, uh, I'm excited if they make a Miss Marvel because like Feige's been talking about wanting to do that, mm-hmm. and like Miss Marvel was really cool. She had a really cool story. She had a lot of really cool powers. Yeah, but I don't know about a girl. That's why they have to I'm do it, you jackass. <laughs> I'm sorry, you whore. You green-shirted whore. Calm down, calm down, Drax. Okay. No one talks to my friends like that. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Well, that's, uh, I think that about wraps us up. It's getting late. Yeah, it is. We've been talking a long time yeah, so this have. evening. 
Um, I'm sorry. No, everybody. I hope everybody enjoyed it. This next couple of weeks should be a lot shorter because we're coming up on the actual episodes and we'll be talking about one episode per week instead of these double episodes and movies. So, um, yeah, we hope you guys are excited as we are. Um, next week we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 1 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Who's excited? I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm I'm excited. I'm glad you asked because I wasn't sure. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, um, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See you guys next week. If you want to hear more from me, go check out my other podcast, Pursuit of the Trivial. Uh, it's over uh, on iTunes and Stitcher as well uh, as PursuitTheTrivial.wordpress.com. So, I don't have anywhere else for me to be heard. I'm just. Whoa. This is my one thing. You better enjoy it. <laughs> 